0: 1991, I was the recipient of the ever-so-loving nickname, Tina Lot." Now this could have stunted my extroverted self, but instead I embraced that name like it was my job. Almost 30 years later, that name still rings true. Here's the deal though, I actually really love to listen too. Someone once joked that this only happens on Tuesdays, though. Now, I don't want to disappoint your expectations of the show, so we won't be off too often, but on occasion, you will hear from people other than myself. This episode happens to be one of those. Hello, hello, everybody. Today, I have with us a guest, and I know that's sometimes rare for me to bring someone else on that is also going to speak and take over the mic, but I am so excited to introduce you to... Rachel Veraska, Barakska. I knew I was going to say it wrong. (laughs) We have been uh, friends in networking group, uh, friends online. I was able to be able to be a a presenter at her uh, retreat um, just about a year ago. And I've never known how to pronounce your last name. So there we are. I mean, you can be friends without knowing how to pronounce people's names, I guess. Uh, But Rachel has been an inspiration to me in so many ways. She has grown a network marketing. you know, group, company, um, obviously from the bottom up, that's how we all do it, right? And I've watched her, you know, climb the ranks, but do it in such a way of grace, um, education. And I know she has inspired her own team Inspired people that you know she probably doesn't even know exist on this world, and I thought she would be a blessing here to bring on to the Tina Talks a Lot podcast. So, Rachel, I'm going to pass the mic over to you, the virtual mic, and I would love for you to share a little bit of your journey. Like, how in the world did you get yourself? I'm sure in college or even back in like kindergarten, you weren't like, hey, mom right on my chalkboard that I want to be in network marketing, right? So if you could share, or maybe you, maybe that is your story, but, you know, if you could share, um, you know, how you got here in the first place um, and then share a little, yeah, share about a little
1: where you are right now. I didn't know your podcast was called Tina Talks A Lot. I love that. <laughs> so thank you for handing over the virtual mic because, oh my gosh, I feel like really special right now. Uh, <laughs> Um, you know, what's funny, Tina, is that, oh my gosh, what you said just made me laugh so hard because, um, I grew up in a small town in Iowa and my dad was a social worker and my mom stayed at home with us when we were little and she did daycare out of the home, but she was, um, an Avon lady. Oh my gosh. So so you're
0: going to be like the opposite. Yeah. (laughs) yeah,
1: I was, when I was little, I just remember like packing up the little white bags and having the little miniature lipsticks, but it does have a lot to do with my story now and kind of how I felt about it and how I feel about it now. So, so interesting that you brought that up because I always think about, you know, people that get skeptical about this stuff. I think, well, I'm pretty sure my mama was not trying to be some weird, sketchy um, multi-millionaire <laughs> over there in our little humble house. She was really just working to make some ends meet for our family so she could stay at home with us. And so I kind of did grow up with this mindset of, I want to do that too. Mm, cool. I want to be at home so that my kids can be at home with me. And then guess what? I had kids. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, wait, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> it's <laughs> that hard. Right? Right. Yeah. Um, so it's funny what we think we want to do when we're in our like teens or or 20s. And, um, and then what really happens is that we love getting out into the workplace and I love working and being around people. And I've always had about three jobs at a time. Um, but when, when this came to me in my life, I was actually at a place where I was very burnt out on really anything at all. I was just a burnt out person, period, because um, at that point, I had moved from Iowa, gone through a divorce, moved up here, completely different state, got into a job in um, marketing and um, radio. So I, I sold advertisement, you know, and that was supposed to be a temporary job. Turns out it was my first sales job. Turns out I loved it. I loved meeting with people, I loved doing marketing, I loved all those things, um, and I thought that these network marketing or direct sales businesses weren't real businesses, mm-hmm. because at that point, I was in, in marketing, and I would meet with um, people, and I didn't view them as someone who could actually afford to, or, you know, actually work with me as a marketer, right? So I already had a little bit, not a negative necessarily, but just not a just kind of brushed it off. Um I had no idea how much our stories were so similar. <laughs> I mean, I had really? the
0: same so similar in that I had a marketing company, right? And so anytime we actually had listed out three ideal clients that kind of grew into each other. And so in that we had the people that were just like they loved our free content or small fee And generally speaking, those were the people in network marketing and some of them would rise up and do some of our bigger paid events or, Mm -hmm. you know, do a little bit of work with us, but never did they reach the spot where they were hiring us on a monthly retainer. And so I had the same exact thought process of do, do the successful ones actually exist? You know, are they in like some la la land? Um, Are there people actually making money?
1: And is it legit business? So. Mm Mm-hmm. And I mean, we we solidify that in our heads and you know, we yeah. we make whatever we want to make real real mm-hmm. in our heads. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, I truly believe that. But honestly, Tina, at that time, I was also a new mom. I was exhausted. Four months after my son was born. My dad was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, and I wasn't only just a new mom, I was like destroyed. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um and I like I think we all know that grieving like totally really does destroy kind of the Mm -hmm. inside of your body and out um but I had no idea that was gonna happen so you know I was really just I would say getting through the days Mm -hmm. but I'm extremely stubborn and I'm (laughs) you know I'm very strong so I'm like yeah this is a season in my life I'll get through this um You know, lost my dad seven months later, got pregnant again. It was just kind of a cycle, right? So these are all very similar stories to everyone going through life. Um, But I became more and more skeptical as every single day went on, negative and skeptical. So then when my friend was sharing with me about this um, health product that she was using, first of all, I have a degree in health and fitness. So I was like, "Mm -mm." (laughs) mm-mm. Right? Yep. Oh my gosh, I am that jerk person that just kind of at that point thought I knew everything. And um, she was an accountant and I'm thinking, what does she know about health? You know, the truth is she didn't know anything about health. She just knew that she went from someone who was um, parenting from the couch to someone who was more present and awake and excited and her stomach wasn't hurting and bloated anymore. And that's really all she knew. Testimony, right? All she knew was that she was feeling like a new person, and she probably saw that I could use some assistance, but I wasn't willing to see that. Um, I had changed my diet. I had moved into clean eating. I was working out when I could, you know, around my two little kids and busy lifestyle. But one thing that happened, Tina, was that I am someone who listens to signs ever since, you know, my dad passed it was like I'm just a little bit more aware of things that are going on around me and one day I thought why am I not trying this why I, I, I try everything else I buy everything else from friends I support other people what's my hang up on this so um it was a beautiful October day and I was driving and I messaged my friend and I said let's try this let's give it a shot she probably had a heart attack because I was like that person yeah you know Six months of messaging me about it. I like to share that with anyone who's in a business or even at network, whatever business you're in, if you care enough and believe enough in what you are doing, you are never a bother to someone who you are messaging and talking to about it over and over and over and sprinkling that on them because, um, in the end, possibly it will completely change their life. Possibly not. Yeah but yeah
0: but possibly well, here's here's
1: the thing is this your story
0: i i know resonates with so many that have actually said the word yes and mm-hmm. we know that sometimes it takes someone else to have a belief in you before you do and so she didn't want to give up on you cuz she knew a that first the product would help you and i love that you know, we align so much on that. And I, to be honest, I, I probably wouldn't have asked you to be on the podcast if we didn't because we align with the fact that like falling in love with the product that you're representing is more important than falling in love with the business side of it. And so the fact mm-hmm. that the business side comes along with it, we both obviously love it. We both fund our families on it. Like it's a great, uh, great thing. Like we're all appreciative of it. But first, it's the, the product that's, you know, first changing so many lives. Yeah.
1: Yep. absolutely so, and awesome. I wrote that okay, down so yeah when you said something about you know how did you do that I mean I truly cannot give you um, any like system or funnel or right? expertise about how I went from zero to top rank of the company in 12 months it was true authentic love and belief that um, if this was making me feel this way It truly could help another person feel that way. And I kept waking up thinking, who am I going to help today? Who am I going to help today? Five years later, I still think, who am I going to help today? I don't know Mm. if they're going to want my help. I don't know if they're going to even respond to my message or be open to that. But time changes people. Things change people. And to believe that they're the same person that they were a year ago, that they are today, um, we know we're not right so we have to believe that people will possibly be a yes at some point um, and so the passion for that product is second to none so when you i see people saying i'm looking for a business to join i just it's like i'm cringing because i'm yeah. thinking don't look for a business to join you right. look for what sets your body on fire, like mm-hmm. as to what you truly, you know, love and can say to someone without fail, like yeah. you would love this. Yeah. You need to try this. And, um, and then the business stuff. Yes. Yep. Is a perk. Yeah. But you can't wake up excited about something that if you're not excited about it.
0: Right. Yeah. There's no education to
1: into that. Right? right.
0: There's no education on that. So I have to like hit or like rewind in my own mind is when you said like I totally had goosebumps when you said zero to top of the company in 12 months like what did that look like so here you are burnt out mama I've seen the pictures of what you once looked like and now what you look like and it's not just a weight piece Mm -hmm. it's the light in your like eyes it's the shine on your face like everything shifted in you and I didn't know you then But Mm -hmm. as I see the pictures, I see, you know, friends in that phase. I saw myself in that, you know, Mm -hmm. all of that. So, I mean, you had to have had like a massive transition quickly in your, maybe not even quickly, but a massive transition in your own self. And then for you to say, oh goodness, I want to share this with a a lot of people, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. So if you could share that a little bit, I mean, that 12 months had to have been a little insane.
1: Um, It was because I, so our business is set up like a referral system. It's a little bit different. And um, it's just a little bit of a different structure where um, it's free. So it kind of was an accident. You know, I like to say I'm an accidental leader. I I didn't start taking the products to be a leader. I started taking the products because I thought I needed a good support system. If it's just that, then it's that. Um, but then what started happening, Tina was people were noticing the different light in my eyes, in my face. Um, hope was like beaming out of me and that doesn't happen with just a, you know, weight loss system. And so, yes, there was a, there's a weight change for me from like one decade to the next, but it's mainly what I can tell when people are using our products is that I see it in their eyes. Mm -hmm. I see it in their eyes. So it's, it's for everyone. It's, it's, um, it's what's helping your insides, you know? So it, it reflects on the outside and if you have weight to lose, then you pretty much lose it because you're not feeling like a pile anymore, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, so people started saying, Rachel, what's going on? What are you doing? This is before I even said anything about it. And, and again, it was probably that third party validation that other people were seeing it in me. And then I had to decide, Rachel, do you want to actually be public about this? Um, you know, and I had to take that step forward. And I felt very nervous about it. Um, I actually wrote up kind of a post because I sat down in my bed one day and I put a picture of myself then and then at that period next to each other and I just started bawling. Mm. It was like, oh my God. And, and it wasn't because of the weight. It was because of, I could actually see myself again. Mm-hmm. I was like coming out, right. Just yeah. like coming out into the world again. And, um, so it just snowballed, you know, and, and then once I realized this was happening, I, I said to myself, Rachel, you show up every single day, not knowing who might be praying for this when they're laying in bed at night. It's not for you to decide. it's not for you to judge. You don't get to decide who has money for it, who needs it, who um, is looking for something like this. You just get to share, be a positive light. um be proud. You know, we both talked about this. Um, I'm very proud of what um we represent and what we do and the testimonies that we get out of it. so um, that's so easy for me to kind of stand up and be proud of it now. That doesn't mean that along the way, over 12 months, there wasn't backlash, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I mean, there wasn't people saying, "Mm, what are you doing over there? Or um, I was in a full-time job. So I was growing this business. um, This will be fun for your listeners. I like (laughs) to say from the throne. I was building an empire from the throne. As a mom, (laughs) we know (laughs) many times the only quiet time we get is on the toilet yeah I mean you can share this with your team if they say they don't have time ask them about their toilet time (laughs) yes oh perfection yep you're
0: right I mean as a mom that's working Mm full-time yeah I get that um, you know excuse but also reason from people frequently when and how did you find time and I look at actually my my growth as well i actually grew faster when i had to fit it in to the thrown times right and now that it's like oh i have all this time in the world i just recorded actually a podcast on this specific topic like there's risk in the freedom of your time right there's risk because now all of a sudden you have to be fully in control of all your hours in the day so sometimes finding the time in between because you want it so bad. You want to help people so bad, both, you know, with mental, physical, Mm -hmm. emotional, and financial. So yes, that's awesome. So you were building that podcast.
1: Yeah. I need that podcast (laughs) because that is what happened. I mean, I, I doubled my income over the course of 12 months that I was having come in And I realized, um, why are you still at your job? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, then once I stepped away and I came home, I was like, oh no, I mean, it was super busy still, but the, the busy changes. And I do feel like I was more productive when I had less time Mm -hmm. because I didn't have any other choice. (laughs) I had to plop it in there. You know, it's, it's our lunch breaks. It's our, you know, in our case, it's all mobile based. Um, so we're just, it's just little touches, right? Little touches through our phones, um, through it through a voice message, text message, things like that. Um, so now it, it was like I opened up this whole world, and things got um, a lot, a lot different. <laughs> yep, yep, so yep, you guys yep. are lucky if you don't have a lot of time because it forces you <laughs> <laughs> to be effective in the time that you have. Um, this was definitely a surprise because it wasn't my goal. Um, my husband and I both had a good job, and, you know, so that financial things were not like, we have to do something or yeah. we're not gonna be able to pay our bills. That's not my story. There are a lot of people in network marketing that have that story, and it's extremely inspirational, right? Yeah. Where my leaders went from a trailer house to a very nice house 30 mm-hmm. minutes away from me, right? They, they're, they were finding rats under their house. You know, wow. their heater was breaking in the winter. That is their story my story is different. Um, and I have that where I didn't need the money. And then I realized But Rachel, who else does, Mm. who else does need the money? So if you're saying I don't need extra money, then you are saying it's okay for me to not give as much as I want to give to my church, Mm -hmm. not be able to, you know, give a hundred percent to somebody who seems like they're down, you know, they're down on their luck. Right? That is like saying, wow, that's very selfish. And that hit me really hard. And I thought, of course, I need more money because this world needs more good people with lots of money than it needs bad people with lots of money so that we can do good with that. And that kind of lit me. That's what lit me up. I thought, okay, that's the goal. We're going to free ourselves so that then we can help um, pay that forward. And, um, that was a strong why that, that built me through that, um, that kept me going through that. But it's also because the freedom that you do get to just stay home when your kids are sick or just pick them up in when they're having a bad day, you're there instead of a daycare person, you know, I'm never down ever on anyone who has a job and they have to do those things. I, again, I think we should be grateful that we have a job Mm -hmm. always gratitude. But, um, but if you're in your, you're feeling like I need things to be different, I want them to be different. It exists. It exists in network marketing. You just have to get through your own mindset that this isn't a place where professional, um, classy people can be extremely, um, successful.
0: Yep. Totally. I love that. And I think, yeah, you're a great inspiration in that, in that space and and again our story is also so similar we didn't have a major financial need it was i was just excited i was excited about the product i actually really was excited about the business opportunity because i love strategy it's like my favorite thing and in no other industry can you be like as strategic or or sometimes need to be or reach out for someone else's strength that is strategic I just I loved it. Like I love the strategy of network marketing. It's just it's in, it's like revs me up to be able to talk about it. Like before we jumped on here, I was talking with one of my leaders and I was like, "Okay, I just got this new leader who by the way happens to be my very best friend. She has I have been talking to her for over 3 years about just buying a freaking kit. Like <laughs> that's it. Like just I'm down to like, "Hey, just grab up one product. Like I don't care. And she would grab something here or there, but it was like months in between. I'm like, there's no way you haven't used this up. Right. And she may be listening to this and I love you, Lisa, but you know, (laughs) um, so she sends me a message last night and says, okay, I don't want to just host a class. I actually want to enroll them and I want to be a wellness advocate and I want to get a bigger kit. And I was like, what? just happened right but she said to me she's like I know I listen sometimes it just takes me a while Mm -hmm. and she was never annoyed like maybe I shouldn't say she was never annoyed with me but I wasn't sending her messages every day and like bugging her I was just dripping it here and there hey do you want to do a class hey we should talk hey I think you'd be great at this like those just came here and there and she never said in my mind anyways maybe she said no but she never was like never. Right. Like, mm-hmm. and I think they're a no and a never are very different. <laughs> like mm-hmm. a no doesn't mean forever, right? But a never, yeah, and, and then still I probably would say, oh, well, there may be, you know. <laughs> and so I think if I was to say, like, my like key to like my success in this is that the word no does not trip me up. Mm-hmm. And because I don't hear it. I had another leader actually ask me, she joined on after three years of me talking to her about this. And she joined on as a wellness advocate. She was already using, you know, a similar product, different brand. And so she jumped on and she said to me one day, she's like, Tina, what do you do when you hear no? Like, what do you say? How does it make you feel? And I was like, "Ah, you know, no one really ever says no to me. And then I realized she had been saying no for three years, like, (laughs) and like very bluntly saying no. So it's like, I, I believe that it's just that, like, I didn't take her off, like any sort of like idea or list that I had created on someone that I would mm-hmm. enjoy to have on my team. Mm-hmm. So yes, I know, we know, we can see it in people. Like we can either see their need for the the product. We can see their need for the product and the business. Uh, and then it comes down the road. Like most people don't jump out of the gate and it's like, I want to run hard with this. They're like, I want to try out these products a little bit, you know? And then the belief comes in for that next next level, oftentimes. So, so you get okay. So fast forward, at what time did you make the decision to let go of your job? Um,
1: I actually think it took about six months being in the business as a free brand promoter to really mentally even say, mm, This is kind of cool. I had already earned a car four months in and even at six months I was like still selling myself on is this real like am I am I doing this (laughs) um and then about eight probably when I got to about eight months in and I got into the summer and um like I just started thinking maybe this is it maybe this maybe this I didn't see this coming but that doesn't mean things can't change I didn't see myself because a lot of times people get held up you know they have a four-year degree or they yeah. have a master's degree and they have all this, did I really do all of that to do that? Yeah, the way I see what we do is that we just have the ability to have a bigger impact. Like mm-hmm. I, love, um, I love health and wellness and I can have an impact in my tiny town by what I currently do now is I, I take people out exercising with me, running. We do like, just we use um, the park bench to do our little push-ups and everything. And we just do that because that's that's what we should do Mm -hmm. but that's three people and with what I can do here is I could have the potential to impact hundreds of thousands of people and and I loved that part of it is that it's internet-wide meaning that I could change or save in my mind someone's life many states away or even countries away And um, that doesn't mean that all my education or everything that I did was for null. It actually was leading me to this point in, in my opinion. I mean, nothing, nothing is a coincidence. So at what happened, Tina was my son started, started 4k. And then a month after he started 4k, we got a note home from the daycare, the after school care that said we're quitting this program. And at that point we were like, Uh, okay, so we have how long to find a new daycare? And that was it. I I kept that letter. I have it. I'm never, (laughs) I'm never throwing it away because it was like the sign that I needed from above to just was saying, Rachel, what are you doing? I'm going to keep giving you signs. I'm going to keep, you know, here is your letter. You now know have no after school care for
0: your son. Right. So this and is And I had seen that he
1: was so tired and you know it was hard for him and it was weighing heavily on my heart and as someone who loves to work and never except for when I was, you know, 19, I didn't <laughs> want to be a stay at home mom. You know, that wasn't my goal. Nothing against being a stay at home mom, but I I wasn't I don't think I was really born for that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I'm not that wonderful person that It's almost like, you know, the daycare people and the teachers, it's just not me. I just admit it. But, um, but I definitely see the value in more present time on my own time with my kids. Um, so we decided to step away and it was like an out of body experience walking into my boss's office. I couldn't feel my legs. My heart was racing and stuff. Um, And that kind of started the whole Chase the Butterflies campaign. For me, it's something I've been saying for years because through that year, from zero to top rank of the company, I had constant butterflies in my stomach.
0: I Love that.
1: And then I realized all those butterflies were like leading me to exactly where I was supposed to be going. But we run from the butterflies, you know, like we do. Oh my God, I'm nervous. I better not do this. Yeah. Or you sign up for a race, and you're like, so I signed up for my first half marathon. I thought I was going to throw up. It was the best experience of my life. And I started realizing the best experiences of my life have been where I have felt the most nervous. I have felt like I was going to throw up. Now we search for uncomfortableness hmm. and butterflies and see how we can kind of push the limit, and yeah. there's always growth out of that.
0: I love that. So Chase the Butterflies is something that like you like educate on, like you...
1: Yeah. I mean, it's something I kind of use with my team. I mean, I just constantly, you know, bring it up or I'll hashtag it and stuff like that. Um, I have a book written for children um, because my son is also someone who's very quiet and I see a lot of my younger self in him. And my younger self was very shy, very nervous to have people look at me. Now I have to stand and have people look, you know, look at me speaking in front of a room. Well, that's none of that was natural for me. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm actually more of an introvert than what people know. I just, I have introverts. You might know, have a lot on their heart. Like when they let it out, I mean, they let it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's coming out. So a lot of people see me as like aggressive and and just, I'm fired up all the time, but that's because it all lives in there. And I'm actually a little bit, pretty quiet. But anyway, my son has a little bit of anxiety and I see that in him. And I was like, I want to help teach people earlier on to chase those butterflies, to yeah. know the difference between a good butterfly and like a bad butterfly. I better right. not be doing this, you know, if, yeah. if there'd be naughty or something. But yeah. that's awesome. I love
0: that. Like it, it's just one of yeah. those things. Like, well, I take notes always when I'm recording someone else because I don't have time in my life to re-listen, right? And I would love to be able to just like oh, show notes just happen, but I'll just take notes and I'm always looking for that like okay, what stands out is like the thing and you just said it. It's just, it kind of encapsulates like the whole thing that we've been discussing is all the way through the process. You felt that, right? And you're like, Tina, yeah, I've been teaching on this (laughs) stuff. Like it's not an aha to me anymore, but it is to me that it's like, yeah, you chase those little things that, that do create that butterfly effect. Like for example, for me, when I decided to fully step into just doing DoTerra was Um, a moment that I feel God had to align in every single way and I had to step into everything that I was seeing and look it was like he I feel like he was like shaking me without doing that because there were so many steps that I feel like he was probably like Tina I have given you so many signs and you are not watching this closely enough you're not listening or even asking necessarily for that and for me it was a, a totally random dude saying to me, Hey, if you're doing so well in oils, why are you doing, what are you doing with all this? And he was, you know, referencing my marketing company in my mind. I was like, screw you. Like who are you to tell me what to do? Because I'm like super stubborn and like, that's just who I am. Right. And for those of you that like know Enneagram, I'm an eight. So like, don't tell me what to do. Like I want to be in control, but I don't, and I don't want to be controlled. It, it it's just a, oh, it's a, I am you know.
1: identical
0: to that. <laughs> I love it. I yes. I'm not surprised. So then I go back and I sit down at my desk after he says this to me, and, and many of that listen to the podcast have probably heard this story, but it's just worth sharing. Is I sit down at my um I sit down at my desk and I see um my planner. And in the corner of my planner, I use a soul planner who happens to be the sponsor of my podcast, but I use a soul planner. And at the bottom corner, it says a quote from Francis Chan, and it says, we should not have fear of failure, but of succeeding at the wrong thing. And Mm. I just, it floored me. It was like, yep, you're right. I hear you, God, loud and clear. Like you're coming in through Francis Chan, who's a pastor anyway, so I should probably (laughs) listen, right? And I sat at my desk and I just started sobbing. And I realized at that moment, like, yes, this is the direction. Yes, I'm saying goodbye to a successful company. Yes, I'm saying goodbye to, um, you know, what I thought I was prepping myself for through going to college for marketing design and all of that. But Mm -hmm. here, here I am, right? So I don't feel like any of that was wasted. I feel like every single thing I did created me to be now the person that I am. Without that, I wouldn't be here. Right. And so it's just continually making those
1: things. So yes, chase the butterflies. That is huge, Tina, it. because you are successful at so many things, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, and people probably see that you could succeed at anything you put your mind to. Mm-hmm. And, and I actually think that that is a little bit of a setback because they'll say, oh, Tina, but you're Tina and you're just good at everything. <laughs> you yeah, it totally is. You know, so they don't believe they could be successful because they're like, well, but that's just you. And they don't have any idea what you've had to go through, what you put yourself through on a daily basis yep. to be where you're at. It's not easy, nope. it is choices, decisions are so hard. And um, I love being successful at the right thing. Oh, that's yeah. that's so powerful.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. what you just said, hits a nail on the head, I actually talk to my leaders about that quite often, is that, yeah, it is a setback a little bit that people are like, well, yeah, of course you can do that, Tina, but I can't. And so I I used to put on a small business conference. It was called the Before Conference. And the um, idea of it was um, you have a before and you have an after. And everyone has a before and an after. And we're kind of in in between here at the conference a little bit. But one of the things that we talked about is that, everyone can shine bright, right? We've all heard the quote about, you know, your light doesn't have to, you know, be diffused because someone else is going to shine brighter, right? We can all shine the same brightness, but so often we do that. We dim our own light and think, oh, well, but I'm not her. And no, you're not. And I I could go on and on about this and I know we're like starting to get eking over the time, but like one of the Mm -hmm. things that I often find is people do make up that own excuse for themselves and they almost highlight someone else in order to, you know, have their excuse of why it won't work for them.
1: Be okay with failure because, you know, they'll come up with all those reasons because they're not Tina. Yeah, Yeah,
0: (laughs) Yeah. exactly. Well, and you know what? 10 years ago or now a little over 10 years ago when I first started my first company, I didn't know anyone. I worked in a corporation in a cubicle and I had I had some friends. Like that's it. I had college friends. Some of them I didn't even talk to anymore, right? I had high school friends. Some of those I didn't even talk to anymore and that's it and a few coworkers. And so if you're in that spot right now, anyone's listening to this that's in that spot right now, it doesn't mean that in 10 years you can't be in the same exact spot that you and I are in, or even less than that, right? Like, if you got started now, you know, I wish I would've got started in network marketing 10 years ago and, and not, you know, only like four, right? I wish that's where my energy would've been put. Um, no regret, but as I look at it, I'm like, oh, I have built a residual income that I will forever be able to cash in on, right? And mm-hmm. so it's that hard work keeps coming. I don't have to go land another big project uh, right now. and. Yeah. So I could keep going and going, okay, Rachel, like to wrap this up, I want people to know how can they get in your world? Like what's the best way? Do you have a uh, website? Do you have a Instagram or where's your favorite place to hang out with? How can people connect with you?
1: Yeah. Um, I am on Facebook, honestly, the most, um, I love, I love social media. Um, and I love the connection with others and mainly learning from others and being inspired by others. Um, I have, a lot of just connection through my personal page. So it would be, you know, Rachel Verachka. Um, I do also run a page. It's life on a new level, which is my business name and my website name. So it's www.lifeonanewlevel.com. Um, I do believe that it's a holistic, uh, look at, um, how, you know, how you can live your life at a new level. It's not just one thing. And I love to talk about that, you know, what I what I offer as like products that are a whole body changeover is one part. Because once your body feels better, once you're not waking up thinking, oh my goodness, am I gonna land in bed with a migraine or am I gonna, you know what I mean? All these things. Mm -hmm. Then all of a sudden, mind starts to change. And then all of a sudden, for me, I found my faith again because I, I, my cells were more open to like seeing things and hearing things because I was no longer suffering inside of my body or in my skin or how I felt. And, and a lot of that's described on my website is just, you know, how it brought me to a higher sense of myself. I just starting at the very basic foundation of how you fill your cup, on a daily basis to be the best version of yourself and you will be amazed at what happens when you just start to focus in on that you'll be in a completely different place a year from now than you are right now if you just start there people get so overwhelmed start like with one step of treating yourself a little bit better and and that's kind of where you know that's kind of what we talk about and what I advocate for is continuing to build your confidence through chasing those butterflies, um, but also just continuing to fill that cup so you can be the best version of yourself.
0: I love that, thank you so much. This has been so fun. I have a feeling we could both talk for another couple hours um, on this topic and keep running and running with it. I will link up, uh, for those of you listening, um, I will link up the Facebook page and of course uh, website and such in, um in the show notes so you can grab those up and so Rachel thank you so much for being here. I also want to thank Soul Planners for being a beautiful sponsor of this and this podcast is coming out right at the perfect time for you to go up and grab up that Soul Planner um soulplanner.com uh, you'll see actually a link in uh, the show notes for it and also anywhere on my Instagram I am uh really pitching that uh that uh, planner anytime I can, because it has totally changed my world um, as far as planners go. So again, thank you everyone for listening. Thank you, Rachel, for being here. And thank you, Soul Planners.